Welcome to ADHD SOS. We've heard your call, and don't worry, help is on the way. This is the only podcast that combines mindset skills, cognitive psychology, and the motivational pep talks you need to beat procrastination and achieve peak performance. Join me, your host and fellow ADHDer, Tina L., as we journey from SOS to smooth sailing. Welcome back, SOS Squad. Today, today we are talking about a big, pervasive lie that I believe many of us are told about what it takes to be successful. Let me start out by asking you, are you consistent? Do you set goals and then pursue them with even-keeled regularity? Do you wake up every day with the same energy to work on the same goals? If you have ADHD, the answer is probably hell no. And if your answer is hell no, you probably have negative feelings about your lack of consistency. Which makes sense because most of us are told by everyone and their mom from the time that we're born that consistency is the key to success. But what if the age-old wisdom that says consistency is the only path to success is a total lie? And what if I told you that as a result of living your life with ADHD, that you've already developed a skill that's just as, if not more, powerful? Today, I'm going to discuss that skill, the secret sauce you already have, and how to really hone it. If you've spent any time listening to mainstream advice about how to be successful, you've probably heard gems like, consistency is what transforms average into excellent. And if you have ADHD, you've probably heard this and thought, well, I guess I'm settling for average then. (laughs) Because as you might already know from personal experience, consistency is nearly impossible for us. As the ADHD researcher Dr. Russell Ramsey says, ADHDers are consistently inconsistent. If you have ADHD, you probably were not optimized to have your butt in a chair listening to a teacher lecture you for 17 years. And you're probably not optimized to spend the next 30 years trapped in a cubicle. It's easy to look at successful people and their 3 a.m. military-style morning routines and think that consistency is the only way to that success. And we'll never be allowed into that VIP lounge because we can't do the same. Today, I'm here to say that instead of looking longingly and remorsefully over at that VIP lounge, thinking that it's better, let's realize the totally unique and powerful abilities we do have. What if it's possible to be inconsistent and still be a badass boss at whatever you put your mind to? What if your particular secret sauce isn't consistency, but something else? I propose that our ADHD secret sauce is made up of something that is at least as powerful as consistency, and that is persistence. If you have reached adulthood with ADHD, then you have fought your way tooth and nail through a system that was not made for you. Even if you don't recognize it in yourself yet, I can tell you that you have persistence in spades. Determination is your jam. 
Nobody ever rolled out the red carpet for you. Hardly anyone understands how your brain works and what you need. The vast majority of people think that your neurodevelopmental disorder is actually just a lack of moral character. You have spent the majority of your life living in hard mode, and you have survived all that and more. Even if I don't know you personally, I know that you are persistent AF. That persistence, your secret sauce, can get you just as far and possibly even further than consistency can. In today's episode, I'm going to show you how to sharpen your acts of persistence so that you can strengthen the ability that comes naturally to you instead of fighting against one that doesn't. Want to know an awesome ADHD hack? Become a follower of the show and new episodes will be served to you automatically when they become available. No need to remember to have to go looking for new episodes. Fresh survival strategies will be delivered straight to the homepage of your favorite player. On Spotify, click on the name of the show and click follow under the picture of me. And on Apple Podcasts, click on the name of the show, click on the three dots on the right-hand side and select follow. I can't wait for you to join the SOS squad. So what's the difference between being consistent and persistent? Consistent means unchanging, always the same over time. It means you never miss a day of track practice no matter what. It means you write 15 pages of your book every day no matter what. It means that every day you produce 20 units of jewelry for your business no matter what. Persistence, persistence means that you stay the course in spite of obstacles. It means that you allow for recovery time when you get sick or injured, and then you get right back in the game, and you do so with a sense of determination. When you fail to be consistent, consistency is likely to whisper in your ear, why couldn't you show up today like everyone else? What's wrong with you? Why can't you get it together? But when you fail to be consistent and you allow persistence to whisper in your ear, Persistence says, how can we do better next time? How can we get better prepared to take on this task? What if we looked at how to get better sleep or set timers to monitor our time better? Consistency is an unrelenting and critical drill sergeant that drives you forward with guilt, shame, and self-loathing. Persistence is a resourceful and empathetic problem solver that drives you forward with self-acceptance, willingness, desire, and determination. When we make consistency the goal, it's easy to get demoralized and want to give up when we're not able to follow through that one time. After all, the definition of consistent is you're completely unchanging. Your attendance record is completely perfect. You've never had an off day. So when you slip up that one time, you've failed to reach your goal. It's irredeemable. You're now no longer consistent. But when you make persistence the goal, you continue trying when you slip up. When you're not able to show up, you get curious about why. You're determined to find a way, which means you try and test different ways of doing things. So let's talk about how to lean into persistence. 
As I said, this is the secret sauce we've been developing our whole lives, whether we realize it or not. And just like any other talent, it can be developed and strengthened. Imagine Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man. He gets bit by a radioactive spider, and now he has the ability to cling to walls. He already has this special ability, but in order to become THE Spider-Man, he has to practice and hone his abilities so that he can be his most effective superhero self. And that's what I want to discuss next. How can we take persistence from being our secret sauce to our public superpower by developing it on purpose? This is about becoming super persistent ADHDers. The first principle of honing your persistence is that your thoughts about being inconsistent matter. When you have the thought, I'm not consistent, how does that make you feel? And then what do you do when you feel that way? For me, when I think I'm not consistent, I feel defeated and a little hopeless. When I feel defeated and hopeless, I'm less motivated and less likely to chase down my goals. I take less action. So this is crazy, right? The result I get when I think I'm not consistent is that I'm even less consistent. Inconsistency is not the problem. The problem is that we make inconsistency mean failure. And when we feel like failures, we give up. I gave up sports because doing it inconsistently made me feel like a failure. And failing feels terrible. So I wanted nothing to do with this thing that I actually really love. Now let's imagine that you have the thought, I'm persistent. How does that make you feel? And then what do you do when you feel that way? For me, when I think I'm persistent, I feel like a fighter. I feel like I can trust myself to not give up, even if I need a break, even if I have setbacks. The action that I take is that I fight when I have the fight in me. And when I don't, I let myself rest, knowing that I'm going to definitely be getting back in the ring. So the result that I have when I think I'm persistent is that I allow myself to rest when I need to, and I'm much less likely to give up even when I'm down. Imagine having the thought, I'm going to persevere no matter how inconsistent I am. How does that make you feel? What would you be capable of doing if you believed that thought? What would you be less likely to give up on? Those beliefs about consistency, the ones that say consistency is a prerequisite for success, can easily weasel their way into our brains. When we feel like being consistent isn't within our abilities, it can be easy to say, well, why try then? Ironically, feeling bad about being inconsistent actually keeps us from taking more action consistently. There's for sure more than one way to be successful. Don't let this neurotypical advice trick you into believing that consistency is the only way or even the best way for you. The second principle of honing your persistence is to be solution-oriented and keep negative self-talk in check. When you're trying to work on something and you realize that it isn't working, either because you're distracted or unmotivated, overwhelmed or confused, you're at a choice point. You're at a point where you could choose to be frustrated with yourself and engage in negative self-talk. Or you can choose to take a step back and ask, what's not working here? What do I need in order for this to feel better, easier, more accessible? What resources could help me here? 
The whole game here is to be curious, not judgmental when something's not working. A great way to practice curiosity is to think thoughts that begin with, what if? What if I did it a different way? What if I had different resources or different support? This is all about embracing the brain we have and being solution-oriented about how to best support it. The third principle of honing your persistence is to be open-minded to what works for you. Your brain is super unique. It doesn't work the way most people's brains work. So it makes sense that what works for most people won't work for you. You need different solutions. And sometimes the biggest barrier to doing what works for us is that it is different. Other successful people don't do it that way. That's why the third principle to persistence is being open-minded to what works for you. For example, I'm not a morning person or a night owl. I do my best work in the afternoon. I mean, how many guides to success will tell you that saving your challenging work for the afternoon is a good strategy? I also do my best thinking in the bathtub, and I do a good portion of writing on my phone. Being persistent is about being open-minded to what works for you, even if it seems weird or it's not the norm. It's about ignoring the quote-unquote morning routines of the rich and famous, and really getting granular and experimental about how you best start your day. It's about showing up again and again and saying, what if I do it like this, or... How about if I did it like that? The fourth principle of honing your persistence is to be self-aware and energy responsive. Persistence means we're in touch with our energy. We know when to fight and we know when to rest and recharge. How do we know when we're allowing ourselves to rest versus avoiding the work that needs to be done? When we try to do productive things but our executive functions are gassed out, We're swimming upstream, putting out a lot of effort for very little result. But also resting can be a place we go to hide and avoid things that are challenging for us. It can be really hard to know the difference. And that not knowing can get in the way of us ever truly resting. If I'm confused about what I need, I'll often run a test. Let's say I have some writing to do. I'll clearly define my writing task put away all distractions, and set a timer for 30 minutes. If I have juice and my executive functioning tank is full, boredom will motivate me to write something, anything. If I have no juice and my executive functioning tank is low and needs recharging, I will end up staring at that blank screen for the full 30 minutes. This is how I know I personally work. Your test might be totally different. Any way that you know of that can reliably test yourself is valid. Remember, executive functioning, which are mental processes, is a limited resource in the brain, according to the preeminent ADHD researcher, Dr. Russell Barkley. And once they're spent, your brain won't function properly again until you refuel it by doing things like intentional relaxation or physical exercise. That means a critical part of persistence is knowing when to step away and not beat your head against that metaphorical wall. The fifth principle of honing your persistence is to know your why. Knowing our why is a critical part of what persistently keeps us going after our goals. If you've needed to take a breather on the bench, what is it that excites you about getting back into the game? If you've failed or gotten metaphorically kicked in the face, 
What is that thing that will motivate you to get back to it and risk enduring that pain all over again? Why is the task you're taking on worth your blood, sweat, and tears? Our why is the thing that keeps us coming back. It keeps us determined after a bad brain day or a bad brain week. Because we want something. We want to see an idea come true in the world or we want to create a certain kind of future for our families. That why, that want, that personal desire is what fuels persistence. It's the firepower that keeps us trying. It's critical to define your why as vividly as possible and make it as personal to you as possible. Why does it matter that this thing comes to life? How will it change you or others? How is it a true expression of yourself? What will your work create for your family and why does that matter? Here we're looking for the answers that resonate on a soul level. These answers are what turbocharge your persistence. And now it's time for the rescue recap. When it's sink or swim, remember these key takeaways. All right, SOS squad, we are talking persistence over consistency. Neurotypicals like to say that consistency is the key to success, and that can feel terrible because as Dr. Russell Ramsey says, ADHDers are consistently inconsistent. But it turns out that we have another skill that is at least as powerful as consistency, and that is persistence. We have been persistently fighting to make our way in the world that wasn't set up for the brain we have. Since we're well-practiced in persistence, I propose that we hone and strengthen that skill as opposed to struggling against the one where the odds are stacked against us. Just after Peter Parker is bitten by a radioactive spider, he has wall-clinging abilities. That's one of his secret sauces. But he still needs to practice in order for it to truly become his superpower. Persistence is our secret sauce but we can intentionally hone and practice it so that it becomes a superpower. I propose five principles for developing your persistence. The first principle is that your thoughts about being inconsistent matter. The super persistent ADHDer knows that the thought, I'm persistent, motivates action, whereas the thought, I'm inconsistent, blocks action. The second principle is to be solution-oriented and keep negative self-talk in check. The super-persistent ADHDer embraces the brain they have, and when things aren't working, they get curious about how to do things differently. The third principle is to be open-minded to what works for you. The super-persistent ADHDer recognizes their uniqueness and recognizes without judgment what works for others might not work for them. The fourth principle to persistence is to be self-aware and energy responsive. The super persistent ADHDer knows when to rest and when to fight. And the fifth principle for honing your persistence is to know your why. The super persistent ADHDer knows their why, their reason for taking action. And they know that that's what fuels their persistence. So they make that why as clear and vivid and tangible as possible. So here's the question I want to leave you with for this week. 
What's one of the five principles of persistence you can amp up in the next week so that you can become even more super persistent? For example, maybe you deepen and clarify your why around a big project you're working on. Or maybe you tap into your wisdom and decide to rest without anxiety, knowing that with renewed energy, you'll be able to go after your goals 10x. Maybe you decide to give up trying to work how everyone else around you does in favor of following your own natural energy rhythms. No matter what you choose, I am rooting for you and I love you. SOS Squad, over and out. Do you have a question about ADHD or an issue with productivity that you'd like to hear discussed on the show? I would love to throw you a lifeline. Send your SOS message to ADHDSOSpodcast at gmail.com. That's ADHDSOSpodcast at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear from you.